I've seen DJs physically leave from behind their turntable during the first dance to altogether avoid being in my couple's first dancing images. Hey there, welcome to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. Do you know that the number one regret for most couples after their wedding is usually their photographs? Tammy will share all the knowledge and expertise she has gained over the years to help you get the very best wedding images from your photographer. The conversations on this podcast are going to help you understand how almost every decision you make for your wedding day directly affects your photographer. Tammy is going to give you the knowledge and awareness you need to create a nearly perfect position for your photographer to be in on your wedding day. And that means better images for you to remember your special milestone. Tammy Blaylock is an internationally awarded, nationally featured wedding photographer and published author. Since 2010, she has excelled in helping each of her couples capture beautiful, emotive images from their big day. Tammy wants your wedding day to be as perfect as you do. So tune in and listen up, because this episode's about to begin. All right. Hello. And I want to extend a very warm welcome to my little corner of this huge podcast world. I am so happy that you are here today. Thank you so much for tuning in and hoping to learn how to set your wedding photographer up for success and how to eliminate all of the obstacles and challenges that you might not even have known that you were creating for your wedding photographer. If you like today's tips, I just want to remind you that there are approximately a thousand others just like it in my book that is available on Amazon. So if you are listening in real time, yesterday, October the 10th, was World Mental Health Day. World Mental Health Day is an international day for global mental health education, awareness, and advocacy against the social stigma. As a daughter of someone who was diagnosed with multiple mental illnesses, and also as someone who currently has friends who openly share with me about their struggles with mental illnesses, I would like to encourage you to be more accepting and supportive of people who suffer from mental illnesses, no matter how um, minute or severe those mental illnesses may be. I would ask that you take a few minutes to educate yourself on how you can become an ally of people who have mental illnesses so that we can all help to remove the social stigma of mental illness. And yesterday was also Indigenous Day. The second Monday of October has been a national holiday for close to a century. But this will only be the second year that Indigenous Peoples Day 
has held that designation as a federal holiday. Last October, President Joe Biden signed the first presidential proclamation of Indigenous Peoples Day, a commemoration turned holiday that began in 1977 to honor Native American history and culture. So um, yesterday was kind of two things that I believe everyone should be aware about. So I just wanted to spotlight those two things in case you were unaware. And then lastly, just a bit of personal personal news about myself. I went crystal shopping with my best friend, Yolanda, and my photo assistant, Nick. And crystals are something new to me that I've been exploring for a few months now. And we went to two shops in San Antonio that were really very neat. Um, so I just want to give a quick shout out to Perfect Love, Perfect Trust, and Alamo City's Rocks and Crystals. We had a really fun time uh, picking out some new crystals and incense and whatnot. And I brought home some new rocks to learn about. Anyway, with that, let's get on with today's episode. How your DJ screws up your wedding images. So first and foremost, I just want to reiterate that not all DJs are created equally. There are DJs who specialize in the club scene. There are radio DJs. There are DJs who specialize in music festivals, events and parties, but not all DJs specialize in weddings. And with just about all of your vendors, you need vendors who are well-versed with wedding experience Um, And this includes your planners, your florists, your cake designers, your photographers, your caterers, your hair and makeup artists, and even your transportation companies. If you hire vendors from these categories who are not well-versed and experienced in the tiny little nuances of the wedding world, they can really screw up your wedding day. And Sometimes they can even have a really detrimental effect on your images. But today, let's talk specifically about your DJ. So first of all, um, let's talk about your outdoor weddings. Venues don't usually provide audio equipment for their outdoor ceremony sites. Some some wedding venues do, but the general rule of thumb is that they don't. So you need to hire a wedding DJ who does provide that service, who can mic you up and provide speakers so that your guests can hear what your officiant is saying and what you are saying when you are reciting your vows and so forth. And you want wireless mics, preferably pinned to your lapel, lapel wireless mics, not a mic that's on a big 
stationary tripod arm, not a wired mic that is getting tossed around between the officiant and the couple. Because these kind of mics will be very obtrusive in your images. And again, without microphones, none of your guests will be able to hear a word that y'all are saying. And unless they're accomplished lip readers, they will not have a clue as to what is going on during your ceremony. They won't know your ceremony is over until they see you two kissing each other. It is equally important that your photographer and videography teams are able to hear what is going on during the ceremony as well. The audio cues will give them clues as to where they need to be stationed in order to properly capture parts of your ceremony. They will need to know when the ring exchange is about to happen, or when your verbal vows are about to happen, or if you are doing some kind of ceremony within your ceremony, like a hand fasting ceremony, or a unity ceremony, or a sand ceremony, or, you know, any of the ceremonies within the ceremony, they need to hear that those are about to happen so that they can assume the position to properly document that. So without the photography and videography teams being able to hear what is coming up next, they have no clue really where to be with only the visual context. So it's equally important that they are able to hear. They're not going to know what was said. If you have personal vows, they're not going to hear any of those things. So you need a DJ who can provide wireless lapel mics for your outdoor ceremony. Number two, you want a DJ who is going to follow the timeline created by your wedding planner or someone else like your photographer in a wedding planner's absence. You do not want a DJ who is going to ignore that timeline or even worse, go rogue and do their own thing. There are very specific reasons for the timeline and those order of events. Here is an example. I shot a wedding recently and I may have witnessed the biggest faux pas I've ever seen during a wedding. The DJ opened up the dance floor for dancing before the couple had even had a chance to have their first dance. Whereas the DJ should have been playing some very soft music as the guests were finishing up eating and enjoying each other's company before the couple had their first dance. Guests didn't know any better, and they got out on the dance floor and actually started dancing. Often at weddings, during this kind of intermediate time between finish eating and uh, or cocktail hour and the first dances, you know, whatever, however the timeline is working out, I often hear a lot of popular music like Adele, um, The Beatles. Ariana Grande, Bruno Mars, Lady Gaga, Nirvana, Led Zeppelin, Casey and Jojo. 
a lot of that popular music has been set to string music or quartet music. And that is played during this kind of lull in the timeline before the first dance is, I mean, before the dance floor is actually opened up to dancing before the couple has had their first dance. And that is what the DJ should have been playing during this intermittent time, not open up the dance floor to more or less get rid of the boredom with the guests. Um, There was a specific line item on the timeline that said DJ opens up the dance floor. And it wasn't when he decided to do it. So he kind of went rogue. Number three, you want a DJ who dresses appropriately for your event. You want a DJ who is aware that they are going to be in the background of your wedding images that are forever going to memorialize this once-in-a-lifetime event in your life, especially in the background of your first dancing images. And you want a DJ that knows that they should limit their presence in the background of those images. You don't want a DJ who wears the same ball cap to your wedding day that they wear to their grandkids' Little League game and then proceeds to lean against their six-foot-tall speakers without moving as you are enjoying your first dance. I've seen DJs physically leave from behind their turntable during the first dance to altogether avoid being in my couple's first dancing images. I personally don't think that that is 100% necessary because the DJ is part of your wedding day story, but these DJs know what's up. They are appropriately dressed and they are 100% aware of their surroundings. T-shirts have no place at a wedding, no matter how casual your wedding day is. Also, you want, uh, this is number four, you want a DJ who knows better than to turn on every flashing laser light that they own during your first and second dances. This same recent wedding that I just shot, I was shooting the couple's dance and the dance that they had with their parents and the DJ had his laser lights going. And I normally like to take a shot from behind. If the couple has a head table and that is in front of the dance floor, I like to go behind that head table and shoot over the couple's centerpiece which is usually beautiful. It's beautiful artwork that the florist has designed. So I like to go and shoot from behind the head table right over the top of that floral centerpiece and then photograph just from like waist up of the couple dancing in the center of that centerpiece, that floral centerpiece. So I proceeded to capture this shot But when I got back and reviewed those images that I took from this perspective, the red and green laser lights from the DJ were flashing precisely on the couple's floral centerpiece. So instead of the beautiful colors 
that were in the floral centerpiece, the images are red and green. So instead of the beautiful fall colors that were in the the floral centerpiece, they now basically look like poinsettias. And there is no amount of money that is going to entice me to try to color correct that. There was also a couple of images that I took of the bride watching her new husband enjoy his dance with his mother, and she was seated at the head table. Um, So these were almost in a profile perspective of the bride. And so she is kind of backlit by the DJ's lights. Guess what color her veil looks? You guessed it. It looks red in some images and green in others. Those images will more than likely be turned to black and white because there is not really anything I can do easily. Um, These next three really have more to do with the vibe than they do the actual images, but I want to cover them anyway. You want a DJ with reliable equipment. There were several songs that the DJ played that just stopped in the middle of the song for no explicable reason. And this happened several times, not once, but several times throughout the night. You want a DJ who doesn't repeat songs over the course of the night. In the course of a three-hour reception, I heard Midland's Burnout three different times. And lastly, something I thought that was very distasteful was that right before the cake cutting took place, the DJ was announcing that the cake cutting was going to take place. In the middle of that, he proceeded to have an a impromptu audio commercial about the fact that he rented mechanical bulls. And I just thought that my couple's wedding night was no place to be promoting anyone's mechanical bulls. I just thought that was very distasteful. Again, vet your vendors, people. Know who you're hiring and hire bona fide, legitimate, professional wedding day vendors. Here are two general tips in regards to your DJ. Make sure your DJ eats when you do. They, just like your photographer, they need to go back to work as soon as you are finished eating. Also, here's just a bonus tip. At most venues, the vendor meals are not all they are cracked up to be. So if there's any way you can afford it, Serve your vendors the same meals that your guests are eating. Your vendors will really appreciate that, I promise you. And also, if you have asked your DJ to fade out of your first or second dance songs for any reason, make sure that your photographer is aware of that. If your photographer is expecting three or more minutes to photograph a dance with you and your parent, and you surprise them by only giving them 30 seconds, you are also going to be surprised by the images that they deliver from that dance. Okay, so in closing, hire a DJ for your wedding who has actual wedding day experience. You wouldn't hire someone who, someone to work on your car 
who is a bicycle mechanic, or you wouldn't get your dog's groomer to cut your hair. You see the importance here? So hire vendors on your wedding day who are more than qualified to lead you in the right direction and to do a better job for you. Not every DJ is qualified to DJ your wedding day. If you are loving the tips I'm sharing on this podcast, please share a screenshot to your Instagram story and tag Complete Wedding Ed or Add a Girl Photo. And just another quick reminder, guys, my book is available on Amazon and it's Prime eligible. And it has over a thousand tips to get good wedding images from your wedding photographer. If you want to know more about my book, this podcast, or my wedding photography, you can log on to completeweddinged.com or atagirlphoto.com. All the links to all the things are in my show notes. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope that you have a magnificent day. I will catch you next time. Adios. Thank you for listening to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. We hope you enjoyed your time and we hope that you learned something to make your wedding photographs better and your wedding day less stressful. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts so others just like you can set their wedding photographer up for success. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you again during the next episode.